I would say more than anything, having a, a passion for what you do and having a purpose for what you do. I would say those two things are probably going to be bigger than anything else in terms of having a healthy life. If we're going to take out like the science of things and that kind of stuff, I would say that's uh, that's been the biggest thing for me, kind of finding really what you're passionate about and uh, really what you feel your purpose is and going for that. This is episode number 45 with CrossFit Games athlete Dan Bailey. Welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Julie Fouché, medical student and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, I bring to you information and inspiration from experts and everyday individuals for how to use lifestyle to maximize health. Thank you so much for joining me. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Welcome back to Pursuing Health. On this episode, I catch up again with five-time CrossFit Games athlete and Ohio University track and field alum, Dan Bailey. Dan has never finished outside the top 10 at the games, and most recently he finished in fourth place in 2015. Last time we talked to Dan in episode 11 of Pursuing Health, he was living in San Diego on a boat and training for the 2016 CrossFit Games. That season didn't end the way he wanted to as he missed qualifying, but this year he's more focused than ever to return to the games and finish on the podium. He's recently moved back to his home state of Ohio, and with the debut of season two of his Danny Broflex episodes, we had plenty to catch up on. Before we get started, I have a few quick reminders. First, if you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and consider giving it a five-star rating. I'm also always looking for inspiring stories to share, so if you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send your story to me at info at juliefouché.com and I'll select some to share here on future episodes. If you're interested in training with me, check out my program through Beyond the Whiteboard. This is the actual training that I do now, five days per week, one hour per day, scheduled out for you minute by minute from warm up to cool down. For more info or to try the programs out yourself, visit beyondthewhiteboard.com forward slash Julie Fouché. As we all settle into the new year, my good friend and nutritionist, Bridget Tidkemeyer and I have partnered up to create a four-week free nutrition program called the Healthy Self Reset. This program starts January 16th, and it provides weekly shopping lists and meal plans featuring whole foods recipes that are gluten, dairy, and added sugar-free. I've also put together some basic bodyweight workouts for individuals of any fitness level to help you start 2017 off on the right foot. You can learn more about the program and sign up at www.healthyselfreset.com. Or check out episode 44 of Pursuing Health, where Bridget and I talk about the program as well as our tips for new year nutrition. We're also including a month-long free trial of my training program if you sign up for the reset. Finally, please remember that although I'm nearing graduation from medical school, this podcast is meant to share the experiences of individuals and does not provide medical advice. So with that, let's get started here with episode number 45 of Pursuing Health featuring Dan Bailey. Round two. Round two. You're, I think, going to be my second guest back for round two. Okay. All right. Didn't quite make the first, but. No, that's all right. Very close. But it's been quite a while since you were one of my earlier episodes, so it's been quite a while since you've been on. Yeah, it was like during the open or something. Or it was even before. I think it was back in the fall. It was over a year ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's no been a idea. while. But welcome back. And now I feel like so much has changed. Yeah, a Now lot you're has back changed. in Ohio. I'm so excited. I am back in Ohio, living in Columbus. That's very exciting. And when did you officially move back? 
I officially moved back uh, the beginning of November. Okay. Like, right around the first week of November. Just yeah. in time for winter. Just in time for yeah. winter. I'm doing like the opposite of the snowbird thing. Right. So <laughs> San Diego in the summer and Ohio in the winter. <laughs> I don't know why you're doing that, but. No. Yeah. It's okay. We're glad to have you back. Right. Yeah. It's good to be back for sure. <laughs> Could you talk a little bit about that decision? Because now how long were you in San Diego for? A couple of years? I was in San Diego for a little over two years. Okay. About. Um San Diego's, you know, it's paradise. That place is amazing, mm-hmm. and I had a great time while I was there. But just kind of looking towards the uh, the future, I think Ohio is kind of where I want to be at, at least for putting my roots down. Mm-hmm. Um, cost of living is kind of a factor. It's yeah. great here. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit easier <laughs> in Ohio. Most of my family's in Ohio. Um, I still plan on traveling quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I think for, like I said, just putting roots down, Ohio is a little bit of a better choice for me. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Well, we're yeah. glad to have you back. And what does that look like in terms of your training? Has it does it change anything? Does it impact your training or your goals as far as competing? Yeah, it makes training actually a little bit easier. You know, Rogue Fitness is down there. They have That's a pretty nice. big yes. gym space <laughs> uh, that I have access to pretty much all day long. So I pretty much go over there and just set up shop and do my training, do whatever kind of work I have to do online and hang out there most of the day. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely makes it a little bit easier only having to go about three or four miles to where I need to go to and stay there all day. Before, I was kind of bumping around all over San Diego, you know, either going to CrossFit Invictus or to Josh Bridges' house to train. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Josh sometimes has other commitments, you know, and he always said I can always go in his garage whenever I want, but it just feels weird because it's his house. (laughs) And then Invictus, they have classes, you know, throughout the day. And athletes aren't more important than the regular people going to get fit. So it was just – it was doable, but it was just kind of difficult. More challenging, for sure. Yeah. That's good. Do you train – do you have anyone that you work out with regularly in Columbus or – have you mostly been training on your own so far? This first month, I've mostly been training on my own. Uh, I got to go train with Graham one of oh, the weekends, nice. and we've been meaning to get together a little bit more often. Mm-hmm. But you know, the first time we trained together was about a week ago, mm-hmm. and then it, you know, Christmas kind of comes around, and people are traveling and doing right. whatever. So hopefully, after the holidays are over, we'll get together a little more often. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I was there at a fundraiser at his gym a few weeks ago and Christy Aramo is also in Columbus Yeah, and she was awesome. And she also was kind of looking for people to train with. So there's a really good group of people in Columbus. So I feel like, okay, I feel like there's a lot of, um, potential training partners. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. I actually just missed you guys. I was riding my motorcycle actually back to Ohio during that time. Yeah. Getting soaked in the (laughs) rain. Yeah. So yeah. Tell us about that actually. What was the trip? So you had a lot, you had a lot going on San Diego. You had the boat, which you were working on, which we just talked about. You just sold. Yeah. And then you had to drive your motorcycle back. So what was this whole, I mean, no one likes moving, but what was this whole moving process like? So one of the benefits of living on a boat is you can't have too many things. Like Mm, you can't have too much because there's just no space to put it on there. Uh, so pretty much all of my belongings uh, fit easily into a like five by nine covered trailer. Like it was really simple nice. to get it all in there. Um, but then I had two vehicles. So I had mm-hmm. my car and my motorcycle. And I I chose to rode my motorcycle back. I wanted to do this thing that's called the Saddle Sore Thousand. And it's <laughs> a thing in the motorcycle community where you ride your motorcycle for a thousand miles in one wow. day. So you basically have 24 hours to to finish it. Okay. Um, I don't have a real big cruiser, uh, so the gas tank's still kind of small. It's five gallons. Okay. To be safe, I need to stop every like 120 miles. Okay. Right? And uh, 
So it was basically like pull over to a gas station, pop open the tank, like chew on a progenics bar, fill up the gas with the other <laughs> hand, slam it shut, jump on and like keep riding just wow. to make sure that you could make it. And I, uh, my dad drove my Jeep back okay. towing the trailer and he ended up about, I don't know, 130 miles behind me halfway through the day wow. just cause I was you trying to go move. faster yeah. and yeah, get done. But I ran into so much rain and just missed about two inches of snow. Wow. Um, on the trip i'll never do that do it again i'll never do it again by myself <laughs> that sounds rough. yeah it's not so, even something that like i want to brag about because it was so <laughs> sketchy it was so stupid i can remember getting off one time and like yeah i basically jumped in a pool with my helmet on it was oh, like how wow. wet i was and it was cold it was absolutely miserable but i got it done wow <laughs> so how long did it take it took me 20 hours wow because i had some delays there was some rain that was so hard it was just i was not gonna ride right it, you know right. but well, that's pretty yeah. good time then to make yeah. it four hours to spare right yeah i left it i think like four in the morning on a saturday and got done sunday morning at some point okay. i can't remember whatever 20 hours is after that like midnight or so can't do that math yeah is that right i don't know yeah um wow well that sounds adventurous <laughs> yeah and now and then you also recently sold your boat so now you're pretty much just Back in Ohio, Just, not worrying about your boat. Yeah, not worrying about not, the boat. You still have your motorcycle to ride. That's good. Right. Not really in the winter, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But eventually the weather will get nice here again. Right. That's good. Yep. Um, and you said pretty much you're spending most of the day at Rogue. Do you have, is there like a typical day that you do or like how do you break up your training? How yeah. You... So there's a couple days a week now where I'll go in around uh, 730 mm -hmm. and get in a, a handful of training before I eat breakfast or anything like that. Okay. I'll go back to the house, eat breakfast, try to be back around 10 or 11, mm -hmm. um, train again, take a little break till two or three and then train again there. So that's probably the heaviest day right now. Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, mostly it's, I'm in there around nine Okay. and train for a while, take a break for lunch, train again, and then I'm kind of done for the day. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's okay. Been working out. So well. how many of those heavier days do you do? A week? Uh, right now, for the past like two weeks, I've only done about um, two of them, something okay. like that. Just trying to not add too much volume too quick because right. we're still about 60 days some away from they the open even. Yeah. So still have some time. Don't want to get hurt or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And you're still doing all of your own programming. I know you have your program, which it, so people can actually follow exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but do you, where do you get influences or inspirations for what you're going to do? Uh, I get influences from other athletes. Uh, guys that I talk to, Rich and Josh, mm -hmm. um, Pat Sherwood, every now and then. We talk every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> and he always, like, tries to drop something into my lap. And his are always whatever. They're just absolutely terrible. <laughs> They're, like, short burners that just suck. Right. Uh, but in, in terms of that, I mean, I'll do some dot-com workouts. Like, it's always good to follow dot-com. It's something always good, yeah pop up there that you might be dragged in me open. into doing a dot-com workout when i was in columbus oh, yeah, a couple right. weeks ago that's right <laughs> it was terrible <laughs> yes. I, I scaled it and i was still dying so <laughs> it was awful yeah i was not having yeah. fun with that yeah but uh yeah other than that just kind of talking with people and whatnot mm -hmm. um there's part of me that wouldn't mind having somebody else program some of it because mm -hmm. i mean anymore it's like with the running and swimming and everything else it's just it can take up a lot of your time and right. sometimes it'd be easier to just get something in an email and go do it right you know? and not have to think about it right yeah that's true yeah. but it is cool that you you do do it and then you put it out there for everyone to follow yeah absolutely yeah so that makes it kind of fun too yeah that's that's kind of how i feel right now about my program is i could just 
go do anything. I mean, I could do classes, which I do sometimes drop in and do classes too, but it is kind of fun for me and my husband, Danny, we do it together. We do the programming, which is fun. And then to get other people to follow it and have that kind of online community has been really fun. Yeah. And it actually helps a lot. I've found because I've done the workouts and then people are going, you know, through them a week, the week after me. And, uh, to see what people's scores are, what they put in their notes, yeah. like what they struggled with. It's like you actually have a frame of reference for what's going on rather than just throwing something to them that you've never right. tried, attempted, or anything like that. So that makes it more fun too. It's so true. And you know exactly what they're going through and you're like, oh man, I'm really sore today. So I know everyone else is too. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Um, and how about as far as nutrition? Do you Have you ever... What is your approach to nutrition? We'll just leave it really broad. I'm not really proud of my nutrition. <laughs> not okay. in the least bit. I don't. Breakfast is probably the only thing that I technically, not even technically, that I kind of weigh and measure. Okay. I guess. I mean, it's pretty much the same every day. Mm-hmm. About four eggs, um, a cup, cup of oatmeal, maybe a little more, and then two tablespoons of peanut butter in the oatmeal. And yeah. then maybe a little honey. And then if there's some vegetables laying around or I have like a vegetable mm-hmm. drink that I'll I'll take mm-hmm. just to try to supplement that, um, I'll have that in the morning as well. But then lunch and dinner are kind of on the fly. Lunch is usually I eat out somewhere. I'll okay. go to a Whole Foods or someplace like that and just load up on the hot bar or nice. something. And then... Uh, Can't go wrong with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then dinner is about... Uh, about the same. I mean, I just try to eat mm-hmm. some meat, some vegetables, some carbs yeah. until I'm full. Nuts and seeds, all those nice things. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Has it changed at all over the years, over the past several years, as you've been competing, or does it change with your volume of training? Yeah, it changes with the volume of training just because, I mean, I find I'm, I'm more hungry. Yeah. Like, so there's more snacks that are getting eaten, mm-hmm. maybe an extra protein shake and mm-hmm. or, you know, uh I don't want to call it meal replacement, but more than just protein, there's carbs in there too. Uh, but over the years it's, it's been about the same. It's, it's a little bit better than Mm -hmm. it used to be. Um, before, like when I was working at Tennessee tech with rich, we would drink so much milk and eat so much (laughs) peanut butter because it was just there all day. We had this peanut butter maker in there and like that would be lunch, you know, (laughs) you just sit there and smash that down and, uh, that's probably not the best thing for you while it gives you the calories you probably <laughs> need to keep working out in the long run it's probably not too good for you so right. uh, a couple of years of that and I'm kind of done with that going <laughs> you know? for something a little more balanced yeah, yeah I'm not real proud of my diet today I had to go to Wendy's oh. I had to make that happen yeah oh boy that's that was rough. not a good it tasted great <laughs> but probably not a good move maybe I'll um, regret it later <laughs> yeah <laughs> use sparingly <laughs> <laughs> right 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 that's good um and what do you what would you say looking at the competition season coming up you're back in the central east which we just found out our regional is going to be in nashville which yeah. i'm pretty excited about i've yeah. only been there a couple of times but it's a new place i think it'll be fun um what, what are you looking like how does this season look for you what are you looking forward to what is sort of your goal going forward and then longer term right after last year my goal is just to get back mm-hmm. i mean i know that i'm good enough to get back i just have to do it um it's not getting any easier. I'm 32. It's not old, but you're almost masters now. I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> I hate that they open that division because it's almost like, well, what's your excuse? You can just keep competing. Like, just right. keep going. Three, three uh, more years. I know. Um, so make it back to the games and get on the podium for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, just making it back to the games is the goal number one. Right. Uh, stay injury free. I had a couple bumps and bruises that didn't help last year. Okay. Um, 
But, yeah, that's the big one. I'm kind of mm-hmm. fired up about that. I didn't make it any easier on myself moving back to the central region because there's a it's lot a of tough, pipe hitters it's in, this, a tough region. in this area. But but it's tough everywhere now. Yeah, it I is. was going to say there's no uh, – every region is hard. There's yeah. some that are harder than others, but yep. it's difficult in every one of them um, for sure. And then the future uh, – I've looked at team. Um, I've talked to mm-hmm. Graham a couple times about that. He's pretty interested in it. All I've right. talked to you a couple times about that, and I know you've interviewed I'm just, down I'm in, just a little, in Columbus. I'm just a little far from Columbus. Uh, yeah, a little bit. So, <laughs> but as we said, there's a lot of other people in Columbus. Right, absolutely. So that's, that has a lot of good potential. Yeah, so I think that would be something that could be fun mm-hmm. in the future. But uh, I talked to Rich about it one other time, and uh, he's like, now you're off the list. You can never be on my team now. <laughs> <laughs> I turned him down the one time. I'm just like, well, what about next year? He's like, nope, you're done. You're nope. off. You had your chance. And I'm like, okay, got it. Well, you guys will just have to build a team in Columbus. And I know. Just take down Mayhem. Right? Yeah. I think it'll, the team competition will be – it should be fun to watch this year just because I know um, Austin Maliallo and a yeah. handful of guys are doing team that will be really competitive. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Mayhem team is still going to be really good, mm-hmm. the returning champs, and then – I thought I heard something about uh, NorCal doing like Jason coming back maybe oh. to do a team, but I think I that's kind of up in the air. So yeah, I that's have a no rumor. Idea. I don't really know if that's true or not. It will be exciting though. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch. I'm now it's so fun for me. I'm <laughs> I feel sure. like I can just watch and it's very exciting for no stress for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned a couple of injuries. Are th- is there anything that you do in particular just to make sure try to prevent injuries or? recovery wise yeah for me stretching is a big one okay i'm not a very flexible person like it's not in my genes Mm -hmm. to be very flexible (laughs) um so spending 10 to 20 minutes before i go to bed every night on my like weak spots i guess you could say so my hamstrings uh my hips and quads and then everywhere around my shoulders pretty much (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and then uh foam roll those kind of things massage um as long as i keep my uh hamstrings and calves in check I, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with like my uh achilles and plantar fasciitis which i had yeah. for like a year starting uh sometime last year but now it's finally gone oh, and as long good. as i keep on top of those things yep i'm good but as soon as i stop like i can i can notice the problems coming back yeah there's nothing like that for motivation <laughs> right <laughs> at least on the one hand at least you know like you felt before when it starts to go bad and so you know okay i need to keep this under control versus just blindly thinking okay i need to do something to prevent injuries right right so on the one hand it's good motivation right (laughs) but ideally we'd just stay injury free right um and looking back so we both use beyond the whiteboard and i know for me there was certain workouts and i i didn't program for myself but there were certain workouts that i used a lot to like track my benchmarks and then there was also certain workouts where I knew or certain things that I knew I wanted to achieve that were like lifetime goal PRs. Like before I retire, I want to achieve this. Right. Is there anything like that for you or anything that you're chasing right now or that you are a benchmark that you're doing really frequently to kind of track your progress? Yeah. Uh, I would definitely like to get 30 muscle ups for time unbroken. That would be awesome. I've done like 27 or 28. Oh, so I only have definitely like do that. two yeah. more to go in there. Um, that would be one for sure. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, well, recently for the past, I think I'm on week six. I think this has been week six. Okay. I've done Murph every week. Oh yeah. Uh, that's the first time I've told anybody that pretty much. (laughs) Uh, 
But, I think I when we when I was in Columbus, I think you were on like week two. So yeah, that's yeah. good to know you've kept it up. Right. So <laughs> what are you doing with all the snow? Uh, well, I change it up every okay. two weeks. I do the same version of it uh, two weeks in a row. Okay. So the first time I started with it because I actually was having some trouble with my Achilles. I did three mile assault bike, Ooh, wow. and then uh, 100, 200, 300 no partition. Okay. Um, I did that for two weeks. The next one I did was. Um, I did a ski erg one where oh, I ski erg wow. like 2K and then I partitioned the middle okay. with five rounds of 20, 40, 60. Okay. And then these past two weeks I've done a row, which is mm. about 1600 meter row and then 10 rounds of 10, 20, 30. Okay. And they're all terrible. It doesn't matter which one I do. <laughs> <laughs> which one was the fastest, do you think? Uh, The fastest so far I think has been the row. Okay. Um. With the partition the mm -hmm. way that it is. The partition, that probably helps. Yeah, it's a little bit quicker to keep moving, yeah. or a little bit easier to keep moving. Yeah. Those 100, 200, 300 in a row that's is rough. awful. Yeah. yeah. It's really bad. So uh, that's just in an effort to get better at chippers, get better at whatever. Okay. And uh, I didn't want to just blindly do it, so I picked one of my least favorite chipper kind of workouts. Nice. <laughs> Murph to repeat over and over again. That's awesome. So how long are you going to repeat it? Uh... I don't know until I feel until like I'm satisfied. Get, until you get sick yeah, of it. Until you I can't think of any more variations. <laughs> yeah, right. Until I can't think of any more variations. I've been thinking of like, like figuring out exactly what the weight that you move is with yeah. that 20 pound vest and all the squats okay. and everything, and then making that a thruster and moving the oh, same cool. amount of weights mm -hmm. and like using just the barbell for those 100, 200, 300 mm -hmm. somehow. So mixing it up like that in some way. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So we'll That's see how fun. that goes. <laughs> Fun in a weird way. Yeah. In a not fun way. <laughs> There's a, another workout uh, that I made up a while back that I want to get under 10 minutes. It's 30 muscle-ups, 30 overhead squats at 205, and 30 parallel handstand push-ups to an ab mat. Oh, wow. And I would like to get that in under 10 minutes, and I'm at okay. like 11. 11 okay. and change is my best right now. That's doable, though. Yeah. So wow, that's a good one. Those are some that I kind of keep my eye on. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And then you mentioned earlier about doing some, I know you're doing these Good Dudes Inc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> experiences, exactly. I guess you call them, around the world. But how many have you guys done now? And what is sort of what inspired you guys to start doing that? Uh, we've done two. We did one in Rome and then one in Manchester. Okay. And the one in Manchester was actually at Sam Briggs' gym. Um, and this is with Rich and Josh. Rich and Briggs. Josh, yeah. And what inspired us to do it, uh, we were out at Rich's last year. Josh was getting ready for the games, and so I flew out there with him to just kind of train for mm -hmm. the week. And uh, I don't—I honestly don't know. We just started talking about it, like how much fun it would be to kind of run a camp or yeah. do something like that together. And Josh had always – I feel like I heard it most from Josh always talking about being a good dude <laughs> yeah. or something like yeah. that. And so that's kind of what we – what we decided to call it and we have a whole bunch of ideas we just started writing on a whiteboard mm -hmm. and just like branching off with all these different ideas of things we want to do down right. the line but we decided decided to just start with the camps where yeah. you're just going to come and you're going to train like we're going to program everything and most of it's team workouts right and we jump in with pretty much everybody throughout the whole weekend oh that's fun and then every day have like a one hour q a where people can ask us anything okay and uh that anything gets pretty broad yeah yeah like we've been asked about donald trump <laughs> we've been asked about the second amendment wow. uh things that just kind of go off the beaten path of right. fitness but people just want to know right um 
So it's actually a lot of fun. The Q and A's end up being a lot of fun because we get to tell a lot of good stories that most people don't know about things that happen at the games or things that have happened off camera and that kind of thing. So it's a lot of fun. That's really fun. So is it all guys? No. You're to any girls come? No, there's girls. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know if it was good dudes. (laughs) Like it's only guys come train. Well, we, yeah, we write on the board usually be a good dude slash dudette today. Okay. Okay. There are girls. I don't know what the ratio is. But uh, I would probably say there's more guys, more dudes that come than girls, but I girls bet. do come. I bet a lot of yeah. girls would be intimidated for yeah. working out with you throughout weekend, but that would be really fun. Yeah, we keep it simple. We scale everything. Yeah. You know, we kind of put out what we would do or yeah. something like that, but then just knock the weights down or change it up a little bit. That's cool. So. And cool that you guys get to actually work out and like team up with almost everyone there. That sounds like a yeah really fun experience yeah they really enjoy it like we've all the feedback we've gotten has been great so it's uh it's been a plus like it's been pretty cool i don't know how long it'll go you know at some point when we're 40 and 50 like who's gonna want to trade with (laughs) you know 40 and 50 year old guys are just getting their butts kicked all the time i don't know we'll see now you guys are gonna be the masters podium right there yeah (laughs) gosh by that time who knows who knows that's cool okay well speaking of Good dudes. I want to finish by talking about Danny Broflex because you have a whole new series coming out, which looks very exciting. Correct. (laughs) So maybe we can just go back to the beginning. Can you tell us how Danny Broflex even came about? Yeah. um, They were, CrossFit was making the Are You Ready videos back in 2013, I want to say. Okay. And um, I was at it. HQ, Sevon had invited me out for just a week to hang out, make some videos mm-hmm. and whatnot. Before I left, Heber wanted to make an Are You Ready video. And okay. I said, you know, okay. And Pain and Gain, the movie had come out recently, and the trailer for that was like a bro sesh working out with The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. And they kept on using all these f- hilarious lines mm-hmm. in the trailer for it. And so we were yelling that at each other anytime we'd work out in the weight room. We'd be like doing those things. And so <laughs> that was kind of the attitude going okay. into this. Okay. And, uh, Marston picked out this outfit from Urban Outfitters that had, there was one tank top with a giant wolf on it and one with like the Yo! MTV wraps and Uh the tie-dyed shorts. And then a mullet was laying there too. He like grabbed one of those. Perfect. And so I threw that on and they wheeled a uh, Bowflex down into the thing and they're like, well, we don't know what we're going to do, but three, two, one. And they just started rolling and I'm like, okay. Like, so we just started going. We decided as we were going along, let's just make something up where, uh, you, you're trying to make an infomercial, but everything keeps messing up. Okay. And uh, it we, we just ad-libbed literally everything. Yeah. Everything in that whole video was made up on the spot. <laughs> and uh, people loved it so much, we decided to make a little mini-series for mm-hmm. the first one, or mm-hmm. just make a couple episodes of it. And yeah. that's kind of where it came from. Wow. Yeah. And so the, the idea became, like, Danny's this guy who's everything that's wrong about the fitness community is what Danny kind of represents. Okay. And even though he's really, he like, he tries hard, like he wants to do the right thing <laughs> right. and he, he thinks that he's, you know, on the right path, mm-hmm. but he's just kind of, you know, he's confidently wrong, like very <laughs> confident in what he's doing, but right. he's wrong. Right. In so, the wrong direction. uh, you know, interviewing at CrossFit HQ was one of the episodes. Um, mm-hmm. there's a handful that are about to come out here pretty soon that have him doing a whole bunch of different interesting things. So we got to do a stop at Reebok HQ oh, nice. and film some there. Um, we did some stuff with Katrin. We did some stuff with you. Yes, I'm very excited for that. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
you you nail it. It's a perfect uh, your acting career. <laughs> My um, five seconds of fame. Yeah, your little. <laughs> you like you can't help but want to laugh so bad in the video, which is amazing. I think I I think I messed it up like the first five takes because I just started laughing. Yeah, but. there's definitely some great bloopers yeah. that Heber has. I'm sure he has you. a yeah. ton. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, th- those are coming out really soon. Um, I, I don't That's think I'm exciting. supposed to say when, yeah, but soon. it's in the very near future. Okay, very <laughs> so good. Who I'm knows? excited to see what people think about it. The trailer for the most recent one was just released, and I was terrified again the yeah. night before it went out. I thought people might hate it, and <laughs> there it is. It's out there on the internet. You look like an idiot. And <laughs> I still look like an idiot, but everybody likes it, so everybody thought it was funny. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. No, I think I think it. You know, people love it definitely brings a lot of laughs so that's good i'm excited to watch the next series (laughs) yeah it's gonna be interesting yeah very cool all right well i think we should wrap up you already answered i believe my three questions did you answer my three questions last time i don't know about three things well we can try again okay three things that you do on a regular basis that have the biggest positive impact on your health see i hope my answers are completely different (laughs) that would be amazing uh Three biggest things I do. Um, I have no idea how to answer that. <laughs> uh, I'm consistent with working out. You could definitely say that. <laughs> um, what? I stay positive mentally. That's a huge one. And... I mean, here I want to talk about nutrition, but I just... You don't have to say... Nutrition... <laughs> a lot of people don't even mention nutrition. Um, I can give you two things. Those would be the kind of two things. Okay. I, I don't know what the third one would be. Um, I make time for myself to have fun. Like I make sure that I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I think that's really important. Yeah. That's huge. That yeah. and the positive attitude, honestly, are sometimes even more important than the physical things that you do. So Right. For sure. That's awesome. Absolutely. Then probably I already know the answer to the next question is one thing that you wish you did that you, or that you don't have a way to implement or you don't do as good of a job with. Uh, yeah, I'd probably be cleaning up the nutrition a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So what What would you do? It sounds like you eat pretty clean in general, aside from the little slip up today. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I eat pretty clean in general, but I I would like to probably actually track things. You yep, know, measure, uh, weigh and measure, mm-hmm. get the exact amount of grams, get the mm-hmm. exact amount of protein, carbon, fats, and then you know just play with those numbers a little bit more. Yeah. And like know that. Well, your weight went up because you did this or you're, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you felt better at the end of the day because you did this. Because sometimes I'll have a great day mm-hmm. training. I just take it as, well, I guess I was recovered yeah. and I felt good. But yeah. maybe it was that I changed something up that I ate that day or, you That's know, true. whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, that would be interesting to kind of monitor a little more and monitor my sleep a little more. Mm. I have a hard time like at the end of the day. Yeah. I can go to bed really early, but um, I just don't like I want to stay up and do things mm. like my right hobbies out. or yeah. whatever i don't want to go to bed so how know. much sleep do you know how many hours of sleep you usually get probably between seven and eight. Oh, it's not very much and for I like for I, as much as you work out yeah i should probably yeah. try to get more on the side of eight to nine to yeah. ten um but like 10 o'clock will roll around and i just find myself doing yeah. whatever things yeah. that i like to do playing the guitar or doing something else yeah but those things are important too, they're important you know? yeah but you can't tr- you can't only train you have to do some other no, stuff no only training that. Just, just straight training. Just straight yep. training. Sleep in a plank <laughs> position. Yeah, that's what it needs to be. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. Last question is: What does a healthy life look like to you? 
<laughs> Come on. They're so it's so broad. That's <laughs> because I want to know what you think. Oh, <laughs> what does a healthy life look like to me? Um, following the two things that I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I would say that. I can't. It's going to look so different uh, for uh, different people. Mm-hmm. I would say more than anything, having a, a passion for what you do yep. and having a purpose for what you do. I would say Absolutely. those two things are probably going to be bigger than anything else in terms of having a healthy life. If we're going to take out like the science of things mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, I would say that's uh that's been the biggest thing for me kind of finding really what you're passionate about and uh, really what you feel your purpose is and mm-hmm. going for that. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much for coming out again, Dan. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I always love catching up with Dan and we'll be following his progress throughout this upcoming CrossFit Games season. Also, remember to check out the Healthy Self Reset at www.healthyselfreset.com. The program starts January 16th, so we hope you will join us. If you sign up for the reset, you will also receive a link to sign up for a free trial of my training program if you're interested in checking it out. To make sure you never miss an episode and to receive exclusive content from me, head to my website, juliefouché.com, where you can subscribe to my email list. Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please email me at info at juliefouché.com. I'll choose some of these inspiring stories to share here on the podcast in future episodes. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and consider giving the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, don't forget you can train with me by visiting beyondthewhiteboard.com slash juliefouché. I always love hearing your feedback, so please leave comments under this post on my website, juliefouché.com, and share your thoughts on social media with the hashtag JFHealth. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health. Pursuing Health.